Hey, hey friends, I've got a little bit of a tongue twister here for you today. When I refer to myself, I call myself a stay-at-home homeschooling mom because I feel like there really is a distinction. You can be a stay-at-home mom with little ones and your focus is on raising them, helping them to grow and nurturing them. Not that you don't continue to do that later on, but I feel like, you know, we got to add an extra H in there. So like S-A-H-H-M. <laughs> for stay-at-home homeschooling mom because there's just another level, right? Yeah, there's another intense level when we decide we're going to take on the home education of our children. And in, we'll say back in the olden days, there wasn't this pressure and this basically, I guess, pressure, like a weight that we put on ourselves because we are looking and comparing to what's going on outside of our home and Back in the olden days, back in, we'll say, Little House on the Prairie, there wasn't a concern for that. And yes, they did go to school in the town. And so I guess there's that nuance to it. But let's talk today about that aspect of the homeschooling mom and the fact that we're homemakers. And let's talk about the fact that we're overwhelmed often just with the everyday cleaning up and the maintenance of everything and the homemaking and getting our kids to sport practices or whatever you're involved in. And then we have this added pressure that we might feel here in the spring to catch up on and get some spring cleaning done. And so I know that it's been weighing on your head. You're thinking to yourself, there are a couple things I would really like to get done this spring, but I'm feeling overwhelmed. Today, we're going to tackle that. I'm going to give you just like a quick three-step process because I want you to get those areas done. And I know it's early May, but to me, spring is March, April, May. And I kind of consider June, July, August, even though summertime, even though summer doesn't start till officially till later in June, but it's still May. We still have time to get the spring cleaning and, and nobody says you can't do spring cleaning in the summer. Okay, you can. And that might be a good time for you to kind of finish up on some things that you don't quite get done. But today let's talk about the fact that you're feeling overwhelmed with all the things, but you do have some spring cleaning you want to get done. Let's get it done. Let's catch up on those things so that you can have a clean home today. I'm going to share that with you right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Spring cleaning is the work that we will do on our home, the tasks, the projects that go beyond the everyday and the weekly tasks that we already have in our schedule, on our to-do list. So spring cleaning is going to be the task that need to be done maybe one time a year, or maybe it's, I have some tasks that I do spring cleaning and then I repeat them in the fall because to me, they need to be done twice a year. But a spring cleaning is kind of a focus of we've been over the winter and maybe stuck in the house a bit more 
and we can finally open up the windows and it's nice out and sunny and there's no more snow. <laughs> and we're like, let's get the place cleaned out and aired out and just done with some of these tasks so that come summertime, you don't have to do them and you just have a bit more freedom because either homeschool is done or maybe you just kind of relax in what you're doing and you just take a focus on just a couple of different things. So these spring cleaning tasks are ones that need to be done, we'll say one time a year or maybe it's twice a year, but it's not something that has to be done on a regular basis. Some examples would maybe be to wash the slipcovers on your couch. Maybe it's to clean the carpets in your home. Maybe it's to wash the windows. Maybe it is to do that deep cleaning in your oven that you know that it needs. Maybe it's also things like clearing out the garage, cleaning out the shed. I know that for us, come the wintertime, we just kind of shove things in the garage and shed because it's cold out and we don't want to focus on those things. And so now is a good time to do that. So it's not maybe just stuff inside the house. It can be on your property as well. Another thing that we often try to do is maybe clean out our closets and change out the clothing, the great rotation of clothing, right? When you, especially when you have little kids that are going through such growth and you're changing their wardrobes out every single season. So that counts as spring cleaning, going through the dressers, pulling out all the clothing that's too small from last summer. And sometimes when they're small and you know, they're going to grow, like just get rid of the clothing at the end of the one summer, because they're not going to fit into it the next summer. Another thing would be maybe like washing the curtains or giving a deep cleaning to some of your rooms, organizing the pantry, just those types of things that don't need to be done weekly, definitely not daily. And you're even like, hmm, they don't even need to be done monthly, just one time a year. Or maybe like I said, sometimes my spring cleaning is like a spring fall cleaning that I do. I actually love spring cleaning because just think, just, oh, I can just close my eyes right now and just think, when it comes to spring cleaning, you've got the windows open and I'll cut some flowers that have grown in the garden and they're in vases in the house. And it just feels so good to get some things done. But it sometimes takes some tricky maneuvering as to, okay, my time is so full. I'm going to have to make some adjustments. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But then also, I also love the fact that there's just like a pure exhaustion at night because we've done all the things. We had to stay at home, homeschooling mom, and we're doing spring cleaning. And just the exhaustion at night, falling asleep, and the feeling of accomplishment, of getting those couple of things done that you've been looking at, and you're like, mm-hmm, that definitely really needs to be done. So let's jump into those just three steps that I have, and I, because I want you to get this stuff done, and you're going to start right away. So grab a piece of paper and a pen, and let's get going. Step number one, you are going to need that paper, whether you just scribble down these steps right here and then use that paper. <laughs> You're going to need it. Okay. So then I want you to do when this episode is over, I want you to sit down and I want you to write out all of the tasks that are driving you crazy. Now I said tasks, not DIY projects. Okay. I'm, I'm going, I'm getting in your husband's corner here on this one. <laughs> Just the cleaning, the spring cleaning that needs to be done. You can do a DIY list on another piece of paper and I have a running list of DIY projects. Sometimes it's just in my head and sometimes it's on paper. <laughs> so it's all right. I get it. But write out all of the tasks that are driving you crazy. Maybe what you need to do is you, they're just all kind of jumbled in your brain. You can't think of them right now. Maybe instead of just sitting down in one spot, like in your dining room, write it down, maybe go into the various rooms. 
go into your kitchen and what has been driving you crazy. Like, Oh, I really need to clean out underneath the kitchen sink. Like get everything out there, give it a good scrubbing and then reorganize it. We'll write that down, clean under kitchen sink. Like, Oh, the oven, it really needs to be cleaned. Write that down as well. And then take yourself into the living room and take a look and say, you know what? The rug in here really maybe needs a cleaning and the couch. Mm, okay. Maybe you don't have slip covers like I do, but you're like, you know what? We could do some spot cleaning on it and at least get all the cushions off, <laughs> find all the crumbs and maybe some money and who knows whatever else underneath the cushions, but just write down. You can do that for every single room. If you want, just brainstorm and just brain dump. Just get it all out on a piece of paper, all the tasks that are driving you crazy. And I'm going to warn you that your list might be very, very, very long. And I don't want you to get overwhelmed. Please don't get overwhelmed by it. Don't look at it and say, okay, it is the beginning of May right now. And I have only this month to get all that done. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. After you have that all out of your brain and listed down, I want you to just pick three three tasks. What are the top three? Now I'm not saying you're only going to get three of those done, but let's just focus on those three. If we can get those three done, then you can pick another three. Okay. You see how this is going. And then you get those done, another three, but let's just focus on three because you will feel so good. Even if out of your list to say you have 20 things, you get three done. Let's not focus on the 17 that you didn't get done. You had time and you got three of those items done. Focus on the clean oven, okay? And the clean underneath the sink and the fact that in the sofa, there are no crumbs and quarters and matchbox cars and who knows what else living down there anymore. Like, wow, good job. Okay, you got that? I don't want you to become overwhelmed by your list. We're just kind of dumping them out of your brain so that you can well, get it out of your brain and then take a look and say, what is my priority? What are the couple of things? What are the three things that will make me feel so good if I get those done. Okay. So now we brain dumped, we picked out our top three. Next step here, come up with a reasonable deadline. Don't say I have to have those three things done by tomorrow morning. That's not maybe quite reasonable unless they're very simple and you have a ton of time and your family just all left and went out of town suddenly right now without you, which is probably not going to happen, <laughs> but come up with a reasonable deadline to me. And like I said earlier, all of May is still spring, but it also doesn't really matter if you don't get it done here in May. Maybe you come with a reasonable timeline and say, these three, I like to get done by the end of May. And what happens when the end of May comes and if you don't get all three done, or you're on your second batch and you're on number five, it's okay. You can keep doing that through the summer. Nobody says, that's it. We're done. You have to have this done. Nope. Nobody says that, but come up with a reasonable timeline. Maybe you take a look at those three tasks and your oven, like I want to clean the oven, but it has like a setting that it can clean and you're going to do some scrubbing. And you know that most of the work is going to be done by the oven, by turning it on. If that's the way that you uh, go about cleaning your oven. Well, that's not going to take too long. You just have to make sure you allow enough time and you have open windows. It's good, nice weather that day. And you can add the ventilation and all those things. So that's not a huge thing. Maybe you're like underneath the sink. I could actually do that sometime when the kids are in bed and it'll take maybe 30 minutes. So take a look at what the tasks are and come up with a reasonable timeline, a deadline for yourself so that you aren't procrastinating and pushing it off. Now that you have your deadline, take a look at it. Let's go nitty gritty and say which days you can actually get each of these uh, tasks done. 
and get them onto your calendar. Maybe you have a homeschool planner and you put it on there. Maybe you have a calendar on your phone and you put the tasks on there, or maybe you have a calendar just on your wall. Go ahead and put it on it somewhere, wherever it's going to be, get it in the space and say, I am going to do this on this day. I am going to clean underneath my sink on Wednesday afternoon, whatever the days are, just get it onto your calendar. Now, maybe you're saying to yourself, I'm not sure that I can do this. I am so overwhelmed with just the homeschool. Like, I don't feel like I am even doing enough for my kids with the homeschool. I can't even stay consistent with it. And we're getting to the end of the year and we're not even halfway through our science book. I feel like I'm failing my kids. And now you want me to add spring cleaning to the mix? I don't know how I'm going to do this, mama. You can do this. I promise you can do this. You exactly are the mom that God has chosen for your children. But let's get you organized and focused on what is most important. Maybe there are things in your homeschool that aren't really serving you very well, that aren't supporting your vision and goals, that aren't supporting your family, that are not getting you and your family to the point that you really know that you want to. You're just not sure. How in the world do I do that? How do I manage all these things? How do I be the stay-at-home homeschooling mom? Adding that homeschool, it's just overwhelming. I know exactly how you are feeling and the amounts of loads of laundry that you have going on and balancing that between all the meals and nap time and homeschool? Wait, what? I gotta do all this? Let's take the confusion out of it and let's just get you as a homeschool mom focused on what is important. Where are the areas that you need to be intentional? Let's pick that curriculum, the right curriculum. Don't just pick a curriculum because somebody suggested it or it feels like the safe curriculum and you're afraid to try something different, even though you feel like it's going to, something different is going to work better for your family. This just isn't working. I want to see you over and clarify your homeschool because that's where we're going to choose how you're going to spend your time. What is your focus so that you can get your schoolwork done and your organic learning and giving your kids time to uh, express their interests and follow uh, the things that God is building in there and their gifts and their talents and their abilities And you also can meet your homeschool regulations for your state and feel good about it. And then also get the spring cleaning and the regular cleaning and all the things that you need to, all the homemaking. Let's get it done without the guilt. And we're going to do that together at Clarify Your Homeschool. You can get all the details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Okay, we have sat down and you've written out your list of tasks and you have picked only three. You've come up with a reasonable deadline to get those done. And you've put those top three on your calendar. You're ready for number three, drum roll, drum roll right here, which I had like a, there's probably is some way to add a drum roll here, but just imagine me doing a drum roll. Now, number three is mom, you have to actually do the cleaning and nobody says that you have to do the cleaning on your own. When it comes to cleaning out the couch, maybe vacuuming even underneath the couch, vacuuming under the cushions, maybe moving it against the wall, wiping up the handprints that are around it on the wall. You don't have to do this alone because I can guarantee you all of those crumbs are not from you. The toys that are underneath the couch and the handprints on the wall along the couch, they're probably not from you either. (laughs) So I want you to involve those who probably pushed all those crumbs underneath there and who touched their hands on the walls. I want you to get your kids involved, okay? Let them help you. Let them take the cushions off. Let them do the vacuuming. You guys can work together to move the couch out. Just any of those tasks that you have, if there is a way to include your kids in some things, 
then do it. Maybe it's cleaning out the closets and you fill up some bags of clothing that's just too small and you want to donate them. Well, are your kids strong enough to take those bags and carry them from the room or drag them from the room and bring them to the front door and then you can continue and then get them into the car and drop them off at the donation center. But let's actually do the cleaning. Let's not just come up with a list of things we're going to do. And the same thing goes with homeschool. We can, if you listen to that episode a couple episodes back about planning out your next homeschool year, when I said don't overbuy your homeschool books and resources because we'll have these high expectations and we can come up with these high expectations when it comes to spring cleaning and getting some tasks done during the springtime. And we will set ourselves up for failure. And we need to actually do the cleaning. Just like when we decide we're going to homeschool, we have to actually do the homeschool. And if you're struggling with doing the homeschool, then you're going to hop over to Hot Clear by your homeschool. <laughs> That's where we're going to get you to do the homeschool. And you're going to love it, okay? You're going to love the course and you're going to love the homeschooling. But then when you've done these tasks, actually before you do the task, take a picture of the before and then afterwards take a picture of the after and feel good about those. One thing that I do when I do some of these spring cleanings and these tasks, I'll be like, hey, James, come look at what I did. And he's like, oh, okay, great. You know, like he's like, I'm really glad that you are happy about a clean oven. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow. Because I mean, to be honest, he didn't notice that it was dirty. So when I show him it's clean, he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, look, here's the picture of it before. He's like, oh, ooh, that's gross. <laughs> like, thanks. That really makes me feel really good. But show your husband. Show it off. Be like, hey, look, look at what we did. And the kids will be excited they got involved in it. And maybe you want to take some pictures and show some of your friends. Because when we've done something, we've done a task, it's, it's okay to feel good about it. And to say, hey, look, look what we did. Because you know what it does? your husband, your friends, maybe your mom will say, hey, that looks great. Good job. It encourages us to then move on to the next cat task and to actually do the cleaning and actually do that which is before us. So speaking of before and after pictures, we're going to wrap up this episode here with one final thing. I want to see your before and after pictures of your spring cleaning, whether it's something maybe that you've already done, but hopefully maybe this episode has encouraged you to find another task or two or three, maybe not 20. Let's not do 20 yet. Let's just focus on the three. But I want to see what you are up to. And the best way to share those would be over in the Facebook community. If you've already joined, wonderful. I am enjoying getting to know you through that. But if you have not joined, check out the link in the show notes. But Hop over to the Facebook community, share a before picture of your gross and disgusting oven. That's one of the tasks I'm going to be doing this month too. <laughs> so if you share yours, I'll share mine. How about that? And so share your before and after pictures of whatever you are doing when it comes to your spring cleaning. I am excited to see that. All right, friend, have a good day. Happy spring and enjoy this time that we have homes that we get to pour into them and we get to create a space that is clean and healthy and enjoyable for our family. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.